Welcome to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine nutrition research digested for you. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Fibro Animal Health Corporation. Healthy animals, healthy food, healthy world. Healthy Farms by Bioverse, your manure management experts. Contact us for time and labor-saving solutions. Alltech, providing you proven specialty ingredients to maximize pig health, sustainability, and profitability. Novus International Inc., a leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. DSM Animal Nutrition and Health is shaping the future of piglet care. My name is Clayton Chastain, your host for today's episode. Today we have with us Dr. Kara Dunmeyer, a recent PhD graduate from Kansas State University. So Kara, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, first of all, thanks so much for having me on today, Clayton, and I'm really happy to be here to share some research with you guys. Um, I'm a recent doctoral graduate, like you said, from uh, Kansas State University in the feed science department. Um, so, And I'm about to share a little bit more uh, today with, about the research that I did while I was there. I'm originally from southwestern Pennsylvania and did my undergraduate degree in food science from Penn State and then my master's degree in swine nutrition from Texas A&M University. And currently I'm a process R&D scientist um, with Purina Animal Nutrition, Lando Lakes, um, operating out of the Animal Nutrition Center, Center in Grace Summit, Missouri. Gotcha. So let's talk about some of that research that you did at KSU. So I saw a few studies that you worked on about pelleting, ingredient quality, amino acid stability, and swine diets. Would you mind diving into that for us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I focused a lot on the pelleting process. And so we utilize the pelleting process um, in the swine industry to ultimately decrease feed wastage um, while improving um, some of those performance metrics. And through this process, we're uh, subjecting this complete feed to heat and moisture through steam addition, and then also some pressure and shear forces um, as this feed is being forced through the dye hole. So this, in combination with uh, current swine formulation trends when we're trying to um, ultimately achieve a least cost formulation, um, we're adding in free amino acids or crystalline amino acids to decrease that uh, high, higher cross soybean meal and it bring in some more of those byproduct ingredients as well, which have uh, reducing sugars such as glucose. And so this combination um, of the pelleting process as well as current diet formulation trends in the swine industry um, potentially creates that perfect storm uh, to create that Maillard reaction. And so the Maillard reaction, when we think about this, is um, utilizing free amino acid or amine binding sites. So when we think about um, lysine has two free amine binding sites, um, which creates potentially the potential for this to be um, utilized more freely in this reaction. Um, and then we also have uh, reducing sugars such as glucose. So these amine sites and reducing sugars potentially uh, could bind that lysine and limit availability for digestibility and performance. And so that's how we um, basically landed on our um, overall objective, with, which was to manipulate diet formulation 
with different byproduct ingredients, and we used uh, bakery meal and DDGs, um, as well as crystalline amino acids and how that would influence amino acid digestibility and growth performance for late nursery pigs and growing pigs. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Purina Animal Nutrition, where R&D meets ROI. Life Start Swine, facilitated by Trow Nutrition. Distilled science and real-world advice for better on-farm decisions. Eastman Animal Nutrition. Visit EASTMAN.com. Heat stress can start at temps as low as 75 degrees. Combat heat stress with Chemtrace Chromium. Visit Chemin.com forward slash swine heat stress today. So we knew that the most important part of this study was going to be getting that diet formulation right. And so we utilized a two by two by two factorial and used main effects of diet form. So we had mash or pelleted diets as well as crystalline amino acid level, low or high, and that was provided by increased inclusions of crystalline amino acids, and then reducing sugar level, low or high, which um, was provided by uh, byproduct ingredients, DDGs, and bakery meal at 20 and 15% respectively. So we had a total of eight treatments uh, with four different formulations, and so... They were either mash or pelleted. And from those formula, four formulations, we had low crystalline amino acids, low reducing sugars. We had a diet with low crystalline amino acids and high reducing sugars. The third formulation was high crystalline amino acids, low reducing sugars. And then the fourth would be high crystalline amino acid and high reducing sugars. And so we did this, we did two studies where we looked at amino acid digestibility, and then the second was growth performance. So in the first study, um, our pelleting conditions were uh, focused on hot pellet temperatures so that we utilized a 185 to 190 hot pellet temperature in order to maintain through, uh, consistent throughput through that pellet mill. And here we looked at digestibility with um, Dr. Hans Stein group out of the University um, of Illinois. And so we utilized an eight by eight Latin square design um, and collected that digesta in order to analyze amino acid content. And so we found that there was no three-way interaction among um, main effects. We did find that there was a feed form by reducing sugar interaction by for SID tryptophan and then no other two-way interactions. And uh, so in general, we found that um, for main, the main effects of SID amino acids were improved when pigs were fed pelleted diets compared to mash diets. Um, when pigs were fed um, those crystalline amino acid levels, there was little to no effect for those SID amino acids. And when pigs were fed um, high-reducing sugar diets, there was a decrease um, in SID amino acid digestibility uh, compared to low-reducing sugar diets. And so um, that kind of leads me into the second study where we looked at um, those same uh, diets, so that two-by-two factorial um, and uh, utilized hot pellet temperature standard um, in order to maintain pellet mill throughput. And so, again, we did not say, see any 
three-way interaction or two-way interactions when it came to growth performance metrics. Um, and it, from an individual main effect ex- perspective, we did see improvements in um, uh, feed efficiency uh, when pigs were fed pelleted diets compared to mash diets. Um, and overall, uh, pigs fed those pelleted diets had similar average daily gain um, compared to those fed mash diets. Um, and then pigs fed those high reducing sugar diets had reduced feed intake, uh, resulting um, in reduced gain and improved feed efficiency. So um, ultimately, with the to summarize both of these studies, we were unable to create the mared reaction enough to uh, essentially bind lysine or inhibit uh, growth performance or amino acid digestibility um, with the reported conditions that we utilized. So some studies um, that I read earlier show denaturation happens fully around like 180 degrees Celsius, but of course, like partial denaturation and the force from the pelleting process can play a factor in there. Um, And then I was reading that the pelleting process itself usually maxes out at like 80 degrees Celsius. So did did you guys record any temperatures when you were um, doing the pelleting process at all? Yes, we did. And so we looked at uh, temperature from a conditioning standpoint, as well as hot pellet temperatures. So when you think about hot pellet temperature, that's um, including those frictional forces as pellets come off the die. Uh, And so in general, um, you get uh, around, um, you do get um, an increase in uh, temperature as pellets come off the die as well. Gotcha. But it just wasn't enough with the pressure and everything else to create that Maillard reaction with the two amine groups on the lysine. Yeah, correct. All right. Well, does your, I know you're graduated, you've working for Purina now, but do you know if your plan continues to do any more research with the pelleting process like this? Yeah. So the feed science group at K-State um, continues to do pelleting research. Um, they do everything from, you know, feed safety to digestibility and uh, growth performance. So there's a lot of lot to be learned um, and a lot um, that they've put out in recent years as well. To feed the world's growing population, the animal production industry needs to grow in a sustainable manner. Eastman produces one of the broadest organic acid portfolios in the global market and offers customer-driven swine solutions. Learn more by visiting Animal Nutrition at EASTMAN.com. When it comes to raising healthy animals, you need more than the right solutions. You need the right partner who brings decades of industry expertise and a global team to put that knowledge to work for the advancement of your operation. At Fibro Animal Health Corporation, we are proud to work with you as your trusted partner. Gotcha. Well, we'll look forward to that, but I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing the results of your study with us. And everyone else, thank you for listening to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt podcast. Please visit us at swinenutritionblackbelt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel so you won't miss out on the next episode. See you next week. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we are constantly on the lookout for the latest updates in swine nutrition. And if you have a swine nutrition-related research trial that you would be able to share on our podcast, please send an email to nutritionblackbelt at swineit.com and we would love to talk about your research. See you later.